Today is April 13th, 2023, and we are on day four of the Lori Vallow Daybell trial, and our legal correspondent, Amy, is here for our morning until lunch break court update. Hey, all We're in day four. I apologize for the sound. There's been some sirens going around. I'm sitting in my truck in the parking lot, so (laughs) excuse the background noise. This morning, we started out with a rumor of a short, petite woman being escorted by deputies into the courthouse. It was later confirmed that it was Melanie Gibb because she ended up taking the stand. Lori was wearing a light gray sweater or a jacket. I couldn't really tell from the video feed that we had. Melanie was wearing a dark shirt and a, and a light skirt, like a white or a pale colored skirt with boots, I think. Melanie Gibb starts out being questioned by Lindsay Blake. Melanie explains that she was good friends with Lori and that they had frequent contact with each other when they first became friends. They took a trip together to St. George in October of 2018. That was the first time Larry had met Chad. Melanie observed Lori and Chad were being very friendly to each other. They talked a lot and that they seemed to be attracted to each other right from the beginning. She said that Lori was quite flirty with him and Chad with her. She knew that Chad was an author, a publisher, and a sexton. Melanie states that she herself had read Chad's books and knew that Lori had read a few of them as well. When Chad and Lori first met, Chad had told Lori that they had been married in another time period. They believed that they had had multiple lives together. Lori told Melanie that she had been married to a prophet named Moroni. Keep in mind, both Lori and Chad are still married to Charles and Tammy at this time. Melanie talked about going to another conference in Arizona with Lori and Chad, and she stayed with Lori, and so did Chad, at Lori's house. Charles was out of town. Again, they're both, at this time, still actively married to actively alive people. Melanie stated that sometime in October of 2019, Lori told her she and Chad had been married like four or five times in previous lives, that they loved each other, and that they would go to the temple in Arizona and spend time in the waiting room area. She said that they had been sealed together by Moroni and Jesus Christ. For those of you that don't know, Moroni was a prophet in the Book of Mormon. So what they were doing was nothing officially happening with the LDS church, but they were telling people that they were being sealed. There's only, a, you know, they weren't in the sealing room at the temple. And I think that's important to note. Melanie explained that Lori mentioned having a special mission that she and Chad were to lead the 144,000. The 144,000 is a reference to a scripture explaining the return of their savior. They believed that they would have a position of significant power. Melanie explained that Lori began talking about a scale of light and dark. She was explaining that people that were of light previously lived in a certain realm and that people that are dark have contracts with Satan. Chad and Lori felt that their spouses would pass away so that they could be together and that Charles was dark, so he needed to pass away for sure. Melanie described that Lori would use what she called castings to try and get the dark spirits out of people. A casting would include prayer and using words to encourage the dark spirit to leave with the power of God. Lori and Chad believed that the original spirit of the person's body would be gone, that the body is still alive, and that the evil spirit would take over. The original spirit that had been in the body was then stuck in some other dimension of a realm when the body was taken over. Lori and Chad said that Charles was taken over by a dark spirit named Ned. (laughs) 
I digress. When they were able to cast the spirit out, another spirit took over. That one's name was Garrett. When that one was cast out, the last one took over his body and the name of that spirit was Helos. Melanie said, Lori started using the term zombie about two weeks after she started talking about dark and light spirits. Melanie also stated that Brandon Bordeaux was dark, according to Lori. Brandon was part of what she called Hitler's group. Melanie said the people that Lori told her were dark were Charles, Tammy, Brandon, one of Lori's brothers that wasn't Alex, but she couldn't remember his name, Lori's dad, Tylee, JJ, and then some random people that Melanie couldn't recall their names. Melanie explained that Lori thought JJ became possessed in or around September of 2019. Melanie said that Lori told her that Chad had said Tammy would pass away early in her life. Melanie said that she stayed with Lori in Arizona on July 9th and 10th of 2019. And she knew that Alex was coming to stay July 11th of 2019. Lori told her that Alex needed to be there to protect her because Charles was coming to kill her. Melanie described when Lori told her what happened the day that Charles died as Charles was being argumentative with her, that he had JJ in the car, that she ran into the house, Charles took her phone, Tylee came out with a baseball bat to protect her. The conversation continued to get heated. Alex intervened between her and Charles. Alex went to get his gun and he shot Charles. Lori said that she did not witness the shooting. A week or two later, Chad came to visit Lori. Melanie observed Lori and Chad being very happy and excited, and that she had no indication of any sad feelings. Before Charles's death, Melanie said that Lori and Chad were in constant communication, that Lori had a cell phone with communications just for Chad, and that they would meet up at hotels and go to the temple together. Melanie mentioned that right before JJ was killed, Lori had told her that he was becoming difficult to handle. She was noticing that he was crawling on the countertops and acting out of character for him. Melanie said that Lori had told her that she wanted to get rid of him, that she was going to ask Kay to watch him from now on. Melanie stated that the last time she saw Tylee was between July or August of 2019. Melanie said that she traveled to Idaho to see Lori and stay with her in the middle of September. Lori had reached out to her and asked her to come. And there was also a seminar there that Melanie Gibb had wanted to go to. So she went to Idaho to stay with Lori. When Melanie got there, she noticed that she wasn't seeing Tylee. She asked Lori about it. Lori told her that they had taken Tylee to BYU-Idaho, that she had moved her onto campus with some other friends. Melanie said that she never made any reference to Tylee. She did say that they had taken her belongings to storage. At some point in this trip, Lori told Melanie that JJ now had an evil spirit in him and that she had just learned that the day before, meaning Lori had just learned that the day before. Lori told Melanie that JJ would say things like, I love Satan, and again, that he was jumping all over the cabinets and that his demeanor was changing. Melanie noted that she didn't see any difference in JJ at all. She didn't see him jumping on countertops. She stated that his behaviors were that of a typical seven-year-old autistic kid. On September 22nd, Melanie stated that she saw Chad Daybell take JJ upstairs because they thought he was misbehaving. 
Melanie left the morning of September 23rd. She did state when Chad came back downstairs that Chad's neck was red and he had said that JJ had scratched him. When she was staying with Lori, that Chad was there. And during that visit, they were very affectionate, kissy, huggy, had fun together. They were dancing together, etc. At some point during this trip, Lori also mentioned that she found out that Charles had switched over the life insurance policy from her to Kay. Melanie mentioned that she never saw JJ after the 22nd of September, that she never returned to Idaho after this trip, and that she did continue to stay in occasional contact with Lori. But the next time that she was contacted by Chad, it was when Chad called and told her to not answer the phone when the Rexburg Police Department called. At some point, Melanie said that Lori had told Kay that she had cancer and so that she was going to, she wanted Kay to take him. And Kay had agreed to take him. Melanie stated that Lori had also reached out to her and told her to tell the police that she had JJ and she had taken him to the movie Frozen and she wanted Melanie to take some random pictures of kids running around a movie theater. But keep in mind that JJ was not with Melanie. Melanie Gibb did not initially respond to police. She wasn't sure what to do. She stated that Lori had previously told her that the police were dark and that they were after her. Melanie explained that she really just didn't know what to believe. Melanie Gibb eventually did talk to the Gilbert Police Department. She told them that she didn't have him anymore. She said she lied to the police because she felt that Lori wasn't telling the truth, but she didn't really know what to do. At this time in Melanie's testimony, she stated that she shared a recording with law enforcement that was made sometime in December of 2019, and then they played the clip. And I'm not going to reiterate the clip. It's something we've all heard, and it's very easily found anywhere on the internet. It's very long. It was 20 minutes long, um, but it's a phone call between Melanie and Chad and Lori, where Melanie records the phone call. She calls Chad and Lori. The beginning of it, she's like kind of asking them where they're at. They're not telling her where they're at. They're in Hawaii, I believe, at that time. And she asks them why they told the police that JJ was with her. And it just goes into this long explanation. So look it up. It's worth a listen. After the call is played and we come back from break, Melanie stated that she recorded the call with Chad and Lori because she wanted to know where JJ was and she was worried and she hoped that she could figure out where Chad and Lori were. Melanie mentions that she is a believer of the traditional LDS church and that she did not believe that Chad and Lori's behaviors represented someone that they would know Christ at that level is what I think she, is what her statement was. Lori told Melanie that she had met Jesus at the temple. Melanie went into a discussion about Lori explaining what she called vibrations. If you had a vibration of a thousand that you were like at a celestial level, she would describe to Melanie that based on her vibrations, her body was changing. Sometimes she wouldn't have to eat, that her menstrual cycle was off. She claimed that she was having visions and that she had dreams and that her dreams would come true. Melanie stated that Lori's brother Alex didn't really 
believe any of this at first, but the farther and the longer that it went along, the more he did believe and that eventually he was full on believing that people were zombies. Around this time, Blake ends her examination of Melanie Gibb as a witness and Thomas gets up and there's some shenanigans that happen. Thomas begins to question Melanie and is almost insinuating that she is forgetful on purpose. He asks her about a seven-page document that she had created that she sent to Rob Wood for her testimony. And eventually he says that he wants the judge to strike her entire testimony. It was quite ridiculous. They take a quick sidebar. The judge says that this discussion needs to take place outside of the jury. So the jury is excused. Thomas begins to make his argument in front of the judge, citing codes. Basically, Boyce is just not having it. He actually says to him, so you're asking me to tell this jury to disregard everything they've heard today. And with that, we kind of knew that it was going to be overruled. And it was. I didn't pick up anything significant during Thomas's cross of Melanie so far. The best word to describe it, I guess, would be he's very boring and he, he's not bringing up any points. So we're at lunch. I will be back later. I hope this little update helps and I will see you all later. Bye.